Well, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Truckers Podcast, FYI. I'm your host, Doug, from Ontario, Canada. It is 8.05 p.m. Eastern Standard Time here in Ontario, Canada. Welcome, everybody, to the show. Well, good evening, good evening, everyone. Um, I know it's only Tuesday, but, uh, you know, I hope you had a, uh, a good weekend. And, of course, yesterday being, yesterday being the first day of the week, Monday. Not everybody likes Monday. I'm probably one of them that don't like Mondays. But tomorrow is the middle of the week. Tomorrow is Wednesday. So we're just about there. So, um, yeah, it's uh, it's been hectic, you know, uh, for me. Um, you know, when, um, you know, first of all, I mean, you know, life isn't easy. It wasn't meant to be easy. Life throws a lot of curveballs at us. And when we're not hitting those curveballs, curve we, we kind of, you know, we feel stress and we feel anxiety. And um, I'm one of those, like everybody else, you know, um, feeling stress and, and feeling anxiety and, and working through it and, you know, trying to, um, you know, get better. Um, so I kind of, you know, I'll go to my quiet place, you know, and figure out, you know, what's causing the stress and what's causing the anxiety, you know, and I don't try to figure them both out at the same time. I try to solve both at the same time because it's just, it's just impossible to do that. You know, you have to deal with the, the stress and then you have to deal with the anxiety or, or vice versa, however you want to work it out, you know, with yourself. So, of course, you know, um, I miss, you know, doing some shows and that, but... You know, like I say, I mean, life just throws us a bunch of curveballs sometimes and it's hard to hit them and when things get turned upside down and we try to figure it out. But here I am and uh, back out here and uh, going to make a go of it, you know, for sure. This, this show here tonight, too, it might, uh, it might be... Uh, turn into part, you know, part one, and it might turn into part two. But um, we'll see how it goes. And uh, 
how long it takes to get through some of this stuff and, and, and everything else like that. So I was just looking uh, in, in my in my favorite search here. Um, what is it that I want? It is the books. Uh, Charter. <clears throat> I think this is the one I want here is the, the guide to it, to the Charter of Rights and Freedoms. It's going to bring it up because there's just so many. Part one, um, I think it's going to be in part two here. So what's in part two here? Guarantee of rights and freedoms, fundamental freedoms, official languages, enforcement general, things like that. Is that the one? I don't know if that's just the one. Okay. So, fundamental freedom, section two. Everyone has the following fundamental freedoms. Freedom of, of conscience uh, in religion. Freedom of thought belief, opinion, and expression, including freedom of the press and other media uh, of communications. So, under section two of the charter Canadians are free to follow of course their their religion of their choice in addition they are guaranteed freedom of thought right i can think whatever i want and ideas we can have ideas about many different things you can think of all these ideas through your thoughts Right? Freedom of expression, freedom of speech are one of the same. And you have to be very careful on how and what you maybe want to express on something, given your thoughts aloud. freedom of speech we know hate speech is against the law is against the law right and even those you know so the freedoms are set out in the charter to assure that Canadians are free to create and express their ideas, gather to discuss them, and, and communicate them widely to other people. And these activities are basic forms of individual liberty. They are also important to the excess of a democratic society like Canada. In a democracy, people you know, must be free to discuss matters of public policy criticize governments and and, and and their own solutions on social problems. 
Even though these freedoms are very important, governments can sometimes limit them or put other things into, into law. You know, so basically against hate, propaganda, hate propaganda, you know, and or child pornography because they prevent harm to individuals in, in, in groups. So these are my thoughts. You know, these these are going to be these are going to be. You know, um, <clears throat> how you doing? I hope you're so far. I know it's only Tuesday, so I hope your week is is going uh, pretty good. Um, I know you see the title up there. Um, say this instead of that, and it's it's going to be explained. And um, so basically, you know, I'm just kind of starting out the show with um, uh, what it's. Um, with freedom of uh, thought, freedom of expression. Um, you know, but there are limits, you know, freedom of expression and freedom of speech. <clears throat> you know, there's laws against hate speech. Freedom of expression, well, I mean, as long as, I, as long as that we are, you know, are not you know, being racist. You know, we can we can we can exp- express our thoughts, right? So now the the whole purpose of this of this show. Now I, I I'm what I do. Um, is that I get home from work, I get all cleaned up, I have my dinner and all that stuff, and and then I and then I want to relax. <clears throat> so I come up, so I come upstairs, I put my headphones on, and um, I go on YouTube and uh, peruse through, you know, what what's going on in YouTube and stuff like that, and and, and you know, I'll listen to to people. Um, who do um, music videos like so they like they, they so they talk about you know a certain song or a certain group and they play their music and they comment on the music they the singer and, and, and all that stuff and of course other things come up there you know something like that so maybe I feel like a laugh you know and uh just for laugh gags there might be a little short video on that and it's pretty funny you know it makes me feel better to laugh you know so i, I came across uh th- this one video and i've never heard of this person before and, um you know and, and as you may have i don't know he's he, he's um he, he is really more, he, he's world renowned. He, he is a public speaker. This, this person um, is also a clinical psychologist. 
Um, and he also uh, was a professor at the University of Toronto here in Ontario, Canada. And, and I started watching this video because it, it was, it just kind of just caught my eye and it's like, okay, what, what is he, what is he talking about? You know, and what, what he was talking about was gender pronouns. I know what pronouns are, but then how are they being used in gender? We know how, like that, like, like as for he, him, her, she. But what was happening here is that um, the LGBTQ plus two, I think that's how you say it, um, a small minority, I would, I would think, um, now wants, and not just, you know, people in a, a sensitive position like a doctor or a teacher or a professor or police officer, somebody has, as we would say, authority in, in some sense. And it can also include you and me. So this, I'm thinking it's just a, a small minority uh, of the LGBTQ plus two now have said that um, they would like to be recognized by their gender, gender pronouns that is refers to their identity. So I, I thought to myself, well, I've never heard of this before. And, you know, what, you know, what are they and, and what do they, what do they mean? So, of course, you know, I'm going to dig into this and I'm going to go on, 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 on my laptop and and start searching right and and dig into you know um what are gender pronouns i've never used gender pronouns before in my life i was never taught gender pronouns before i mean i <clears throat> i don't know I, I grew up in the 60s i played outside you know because there was no such thing as laptops and computers, cell phones, internet, any of these electronic devices that we, you know, making 
life simpler or it's not making life simpler. I, I, I don't know, but you know, that's, you know, my, my, you know, everything I did growing up and, and stuff like that, you know, it was outside. So I came across, um, Springfield college. I don't, even, I don't know where they're, out of it, maybe it could be out of the United States. It could be anywhere, right? <clears throat> now, so Springfield College, you know, is a committed uh, to uh, valuing and validating the gender identity and expression. Now, before I go a little bit further, so what is happening with this individual, this clinical psychologist? He's a professor, right? And he also uh, so teaches, like he, 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 so he's a public speaker too. And uh, apparently um, he feels that he is being um, compelled to use gender pronouns. And that's not all he's, because he's a public speaker, he, he's been criticized by, you know, his, his peers who, you know, when you go to school to become a doctor of, of whatever sorts and, and you get a, a license to practice. Um, you know, so by, you know, basically saying, you know, he simply refuses to use gender pronouns. He's not mad at the LGBTQ plus two. He's mad at the Canadian government because the Canadian government now has put these gender pronouns into law but they, they put it in the criminal section of the law. Colleges, universities would like their professors whenever possible to use gender pronouns. Now, because uh, this this um, professor and public speaker, you know, he said no, you know, simply not because he's not going to be compelled to use them. So now he'll be, he'll be brought up before his peers and has been ordered to take a media uh, uh, sensitivity course, which he'll pay for out of his pocket. And he said, no, 
not going to do that. You know, he he is at risk of losing his license to practice. Now, I don't believe it's just this one particular incident, right? So, and he, I'll tell you right now, he has over 300 videos on YouTube. And that's Dr. Jordan Peterson. He has the Dr. Jordan Peterson podcast. He's done public speaking all over the world. Like anybody, you know, he's been, you know, been criticized, you know, for um, some of the speeches that he makes. I mean, I, I look at it this way because just because somebody is a public speaker and they have something to say and we may or may not uh, always agree to, to what they're talking about. Right? We'll have our own definitions of, of what the, the subject may be about or whatever like that, right? You know, and that, and that's, you know, because we'll think about whatever the topic they're talking about and they're thinking, okay, you know, how much of this is true and how much is it true or is it all true or, or partially true and you, you know, you're sitting there and you're listening to this and, and, and people in the back are are, you know, upset and protesting out front because, you know, this person or whatever people have, have, you know, um, they, they have not said anything, you know, correct, or they're just, you know, being racist or something, you know, because we don't want people like that. I'm not going to go talk to somebody if they're just going to, you know, talk about racism and being racist and all stuff like that. I'm not going to, I'm not going to sit there and listen to it. So anyways, so he was on the Joe Rogan show and I try to find the one that they were talking about. And, you know, it's just so many different videos. I just couldn't find it. And, you know, people criticizing him and, and complaining to his peers. And so now, I mean, he now he has to be go before this panel of, of people and explain himself. And don't make a decision on whether or not he keeps the, his license to practice. So getting back to, so getting back to these gender pronouns and, and stuff like that, because I've never heard of them. I'm not, you know, you think, well, you must be naive. How could you not have heard of gender pronouns? Well, I mean, like I, just said, I, I grew up in the 60s. You know, it was, you know, it, it was Mr. It was Miss. It was Mrs. It was him, her, 
she. Gender identity refers to an individual's internal sense of gender, regardless of the sex assigned to them at birth or the sex uh, designation uh, on their legal documents, like your birth certificate. So when they, so one, this keeps closing on me. So one that Springfield College seeks to create gender exclusive uh, academic living in work environments by encouraging all members of the campus community to indicate the pronouns they use for themselves, if desired, in classes, residence, halls, workplaces, or other settings, and by encouraging members of the campus community to respect these pronouns. Say, well, wherever Springfield College is, I don't know where it is, but same with the universities, you know, and colleges, you know, here in Ontario, Canada, for, for instance. So what is a pronoun? A pronoun is a word that is used instead of a noun or a noun phrase to refer to individuals. Pronouns can be in the first person singular, I, me, or plural, we, us. Second person singular or plural, you. And the third person singular, she, her, he, him, they, them. So, Z, Z Z-E, American Z, Canadian Z, so we're not going to say, so we're going to use the American phrase of of the letter, the last letter of the alphabet as Z, so it's Z-E. So Z would be he. And here is H-I-R pronounced H-E-R-E, meaning here, her, or plural, they, them. So general pronouns especially reference someone's gender. He, him, his, or she, her, hers. As which I've I've always known. He, him, his, or she, her, hers. Non-gendered or non-binary pronouns are not gender-specific and are most often used by people who identify outside of the gender binary. So the most common set of non-binary binary pronouns is they, them, their, used in the singular. Jada identifies as gender queer. They do not use themselves as either a woman or a man. Other non-binary pronouns include Z, like I said, the letter, the last letter after the alphabet, as you would say, Z, but in this way, you have to use the, the, the American language on the last letter of the alphabet, which is Z, so to be Z-E, 
pronounce Z. Z-E-E -E, in place of she, he, and here, H-I-R, pronounced here, in place of his, him, her. Data runs here own business but Z is more well known as an author. The terms it or he, she are slurs used. So he, he or she are slurs used against transgender and gender nonconforming individuals and should not be used. Now, I've also looked at, 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 at an article, too, is that not everybody in the LGBTQ uses the, the, the uh, <clears throat> gender pronouns. And a lot, if not most of them, still use he, she, him, her. I guess some would, would, would take offense. And if you're using he, he or she, they would take offense, you know, um, that you're just using slurs against transgender and gender non-conforming individuals. I take it. Other approaches to pronouns may include going simply by one's name. So let's just, just cut to the chase. What is your name? You were born with a name. What is it? not having a preference or wanting to avoid pronouns altogether. Well, I never, you know, or wanting to avoid pronouns altogether, you know, um, gender, uh, gender pronouns, because I've never ever heard of them. So, Here's a pronoun table. So, <clears throat> subjective, she. Objective, her. Possessive, hers. Reflexive, herself. She is studying. I've studied with her. The book is hers. Subjective, he. Objective, him. Possessive, his. Reflex, reflexive, 
himself. He is studying. I studied with him. The book is his. Subjective. They. Objective. Them. Possessive. Theirs. Reflexive. Themselves. They are studying. I studied with them. The book is theirs. Subjective name. Objective name. Possessive names. Reflexive reflexes name self. Alex is studying. I studied with Alex. The book is Alex's. So, subjective. Z spelt how I say it in Canadian, Z-E-E or Z-E-E American. So it, it would be actually spelt, it would be actually spelt, sound like, I should, I should how it sounds, right? So it would be, um, Here, here, H I R S, it would be Zier, Z or Z I R S. Zerself, herself. Zare is studying, and I studied with Zer. The book is Zer's. Now, it's no wonder I've never heard of these. It was never spoken, ever. When and where would I ever use this? I wouldn't. Ever. So why are pronouns important? Right? Because when I say I would never use them, it is easier to just cut to the chase and ask one's name. That's what we do as people. We introduce ourselves and we say our name. What's your name? Hi, I'm Doug. What's your name?
Why are pronouns important? It is important to ask for, for pronouns because you cannot assume how someone identifies their gender based on their appearance. Think about that. Keep that in your mind for a moment. As a society, we commonly assume the gender of others by their appearance and indicate these assumptions by using gendered language, such as she, he, ma'am, sir, miss, mister, ladies and gentlemen. This practice results in many, this practice results in many individuals, especially trans and trans and um, uh, gender non-conforming individuals being misgendered. Which is which may lead to them to feel disrespected, marginal, marginalized, and invisible. It is a privilege not to have to worry about which pronoun someone is going to use for you based on how they perceive your gender. If you have this privilege, yet fail to respect someone else's gender identity, it is disrespectful and hurtful. Okay, is it important to ask for pronouns because you cannot assume how someone identifies their gender based on their appearance? And how they perceive your gender, me. Does everybody in the LGBTQ plus two look the same? No. Do they dress the same? No. So I'm just somehow supposed to assume that someone is part of the LGBTQ. I'm walking down the street. Here's an example. I'm walking down the street. And I'm approaching somebody. How am I, how am I to assume their identity? Their appearance. This this whole this whole part this one whole part here doesn't even doesn't even make any sense. Because it sounds like to me that I am supposed to be able to identify. an individual who is part of the LGBTQ. Now, unless they are dressed flamboyantly, makeup on. You've seen pride parades. 
and you've seen people who dress flamboyantly, and you see others dress like yourself. So this does not make any sense. I think it is just a really poor an example of when you might use gender pronouns. So how can I, you, be inclusive in using and respect your gender pronouns. So respecting someone's self-identification means using the gender pronouns in which they identify. Some people may go by more than one set of pronouns. Now it just gets more confusing. Normalize the process of indicating your gender pronouns in everyday use with strategies such as including them in your email, signature, business cards, website profile, name tags, or using them um, to introduce yourself. You know, um, um, i.e., my name is two and my pronouns are he and him. What about you? Now, here's another reference they're talking about. You're meeting somebody for the first time. Well, you're out, you're, you know, you're, you're out in the, you're, you're out in the bar. Now, who's to say there's not somebody there from the LGBTQ plus two. Because they can go to any bar they feel like. Anybody can. You can go to any bar whatever you want. So one, one uh, way here, you know, if you're not sure, because how can we be sure? Like I said, they don't all dress the same. And, you know, and, and most of them don't go by the gender pronouns. So this would be kind of awkward, I, I think, you know. So now I have two questions when I'm approaching this individual. So I'm going to walk up to this individual and, and I'm going to say, I have a question, but then I have another question. I mean, who starts conversation off with a question? Sometimes they might start off with a question. But in, in meeting someone, so you would, so you would, walk up to, to, to this individual and say, excuse me, I'm just wondering what gender pronouns you use that identify you.
that might strike up a great conversation. And it just person is going to just be like, what? What are you talking about? Well, I'm just, you know. I don't want to insult you. I mean, first of all, I wouldn't start a conversation off that way. If I'm going to walk up to, to somebody, I'm going to introduce myself. And you're either going to tell me to get lost or tell me who you are. And then can I then can ask just the one question? So if you don't know or have not asked someone's pronouns, try to use they them pronouns. Ask individuals to provide their personal pronouns. That's what I just said. Why would I do that? Do we have to go around now and, and, and just have this assumption? Of people? Because we're not sure? I don't see it. I just simply just don't see it. How would you like me to refer to you? You can remind me what pronouns I should be using for you. Please note if a student, staff, or community member tells you that they do not want to disclose their pronouns or do not wish the pronouns to be public knowledge, you can refer that person by their name. An example, Leo's book is over there. Can you please hand it to Leo? And first and foremost, people, people of the LGBTQ plus two if I'm pronouncing that properly. In a public setting, you can be damn sure that they are not going to tell you their pronouns they use that identify them. For their own safety. So where would you do this? Where would you walk up to somebody and say, excuse me, could you please tell me what pronoun you use that identifies you? Where are you going to do that? Certainly not in a public setting. I am not part of the LGBTQ 
plus two. I am a heterosexual. I am a male. <clears throat> I like women. Fine. So does everybody else, but no, they don't because we have different genders. We're not going to ask somebody something like that. You know, unless you're a public speaker and the LGBTQ invited you to speak at one of the events, then and there you could ask that question. Just so that everybody's comfortable. Or if you don't want to ask them that question, what pronouns would we prefer me to use that identify you? You just simply ask them their name. So what's happened here, ladies and gentlemen, is that a, a small portion of the LG, LGBTQ community And in colleges and universities, teaching facilities, they're accidentally demanding, compelling. The faculty is compelling their professors. To use gender pronouns. It is now, ladies and gentlemen, in the Canadian Criminal Code, it is now in the Ontario Human Rights Commission. Not just professors and, and you know, uh, doctors and, you know, pol uh, uh, police officers. I mean, they, you could get into a lot of trouble. The other thing here is that it has to be proven that you were using it in hate as a hate crime. hard to prove it doesn't follow on it doesn't just because someone doesn't want to use their pronouns and stuff like that and it just simply outright right refuse it it doesn't even meet that threshold i don't even know why it's even there i don't even know why it even was even put in there i, I really don't know to accommodate potentially Pronouns, do's and don'ts. 
do recognize that most people have pronouns, not just trans people. And that asking pronouns is very important, both so someone's not misgendered and so that trans people are not only the ones will feel the need to share the pronouns. Do remember that some people go by more than one set of pronouns. Do ask people the pronouns they use for themselves whenever you ask people their name, such as when you meet somebody for the first time or when you do go-arounds at meetings. Keep in mind that people may change the pronouns they use by, so it is necessary to ask pronouns in in, um, go-arounds. Regular do say the pronouns um, some uses or their personal pronouns rather than their preferred pronouns. So you're going to do go-arounds in a meeting. It might be uncomfortable for somebody. I would kind of, I guess, if someone just walked up to me out of the blue, doesn't know me from anywhere, and, and, and excuse me, what pronouns do you go by so like that, that identify you? I'm not sure how I would take that. I would probably look at you thinking there's something wrong with you. And then it'd be like, why you ask? I mean, how would you re- how would you react to someone just out of the blue just walked up to you and, and asked you that question? Think about that. Do consider using other ways to make language more gender exclusive, such as using, hey, everyone, or how are you all in a group setting instead of saying, hey, guys, or hey, ladies, or how, or, or you know, or how's it go, like, or, or, or how. Okay, so, I mean, You're going to do a public speech and you're going to be introduced. You're going to go on stage. Do we have to say, well, uh, thank you. Um, Zeers. We're not going to use ladies and gentlemen. We don't know who's sitting in the audience, in the audience, and we don't want to offend anybody. God forbid. So like we walk up there and just say simply, thank you everyone for inviting me. Hello everyone and thank you. Thank you 
and how is everyone doing? Here are the don'ts. Don't refer to pronouns such as they, them, their, or these these gender pronouns are are, are difficult. So, um, zir, here, hers, as gender neutral pronouns. While some people identify as gender neutral, others see themselves as gendered in a non-binary way. Better language is non-binary pronouns. Don't describe the pronoun someone uses as preferred pronouns. It's not a preference. Pronouns that a person uses are their pronouns and the only ones that should be used for them. Don't say male pronouns and female pronouns. Pronouns are not necessarily tied to someone's gender identity. Some trans people use. Some trans people use he, him, his, or she, her, and hers. But, not, but do not identify as male or female, respectively. And I'm pretty sure it's more than just some. 4.5% of the world's population are part of the LGBTQ. Plus two. Four point five percent. We have eight billion people. So I would say that only some go by that. I think a whole lot more do. A whole lot more. Go by him, her, he, she. Now, so this, this, um, Gender, gender, gender identity and, and gender expression. Gender identity is each person's internal and individual experience of the, of the gender. In the sense of being a woman, a man, or both, or neither, or anywhere along the gender spectrum. So gender expression is how a person publicly presents their gender. 
This can include behavior and outward experiences such as dress, hair, makeup, body language, and voice. A person's chosen name or pronoun are also common ways of expressing gender. There are, there are uh, a variety of individual experience of, uh, uh, experiences of gender and of gender expression. And the terms gender identity and gender expressions include a wide range of gender diversity. <clears throat> Transgender people routinely experience discrimination. Fact, harassment, fact, and even violence. Fact, because their gender identity or expression is different from those typically associated with their sex assigned at birth. A survey conducted by Trans Pulse Project in 20, I can't remember what that year that was, but it was 2015 or so, showed that out of 500 transgender respondents in Ontario, 13% had been fired and 18% were refused employment based on their transgender status. 20% of the respondents had been physically or sexually assaulted. But not all of these assaults were reported to police. So the Canadian Human Rights Act, the Canadian Human Rights Act prohibits discrimination in federally regulated employment and, and the provisions of goods, service facilities and accommodations on the grounds of race, national, <clears throat> national or ethnic origin, color, religion, age, sex, sexual orientation, marital status, status, family status, disability, and conviction uh, 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 for an offense for which a pardon has been granted or in respect of which these record suspensions has been ordered. <clears throat> so adding gender identity or expression to the list of grounds would make it very clear that transgender and other gender diverse persons have protection in the law. Updates to the criminal code. The criminal code prohibits hate propaganda against an identifiable group. It is currently defined to be a, a section of the public distinguished by color, race, religion, national or ethnic origin, age, sex, sexual orientation, or mental or physical disability. Adding a gender identity or expression would extend protection against hate propaganda to transgender and other gender diverse persons. And for someone having committed an offense must consider any relevant aggravating circumstances, including if the offense was motivated by bias, prejudice, or hate based on race, national or ethnic origin, language, 
color, religion, sex, age, mental or physical disability, sexual orientation, or any other similar factor. While these is a broad, while these phrases are broad enough to include gender identity or expression, an amendment would con- would confirm the protection of transgender and other trans uh, transgender device persons. So, if people refuse outright. To use to use gender pronouns, it doesn't fit hate propaganda. It doesn't even go close to near there. So, in this case uh, of this um, clinical. A psychologist, you know, he, like I said, he's not upset with the LGBTQ plus two community. He's upset with the federal, federal, uh, federal government that it was put into um, the criminal section of the law. He's upset because the place that where he used to teach at is compelling him to use gender pronouns. Whether you use them or not, it's, it, 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 that's entirely up to you. That's your, your your freedom. That's your freedom of expression. You can you can express that. I'm simply just not going to use gender pronoun. Now, if something, for an example, if you just you know, for in in this case, being that you know he he he's a a clinical psychologist. And he was a teacher. Of course, he practiced. You know, uh, he he um, could be made to pay a uh, a monetary penalty, or it might be a non-monetary penalty, or it may include an apology. It could include a non-monetary and an apology or a monetary penalty and an apology and the loss of his license to practice. They pointed out, uh, they, they, uh, a, a lawyer um, and himself 
went before um, the Canadian government, our lawmakers, and pointed out how, how poorly this piece of legislation put into the criminal code, how poorly it was written, and using the word accommodate, Why would they use the word accommodate? I, I, I guess to please. So, you know, this small group of the LGBTQ plus two would, would just feel better that it's there. I don't know. I have no idea. I really, really feel that, you know, having, you know, a, a conversation and, you know, um, you know, expressing like me, like, um, freedom of expression, You know, because I don't, you know, I mean, during this hour or so, you know, um, I never used anything uh, derogatory or hateful or racist towards this top, this, this top, this topic, and I never would. I'm not like that. Right? And I'm not racist. And I wouldn't be racist towards people. Because, because of their sexual orientation or whatever the case may be. Color. You know, everybody is, everybody is, is, is human. You know, in my eyes, you know, you, you are who you are. We, we choose or, you know, we choose who, who, who we want to be. People of the LGBTQ you know, I don't know how to explain it. They just somehow, you know, feel different. But by me saying that, look, I won't use these gender pronouns. Not out of spite, out, out, out of, out of, um, hate or, or anything like that is is just simply because I never learned them. Why would I have learned them? It's never taught in school. I'm not going to be speaking in front of um, the LGBTQ plus two. 
I don't know anybody, you know, who is associated in, in that manner of the LGBT, LGBTQ plus two. I have no idea. And somehow me walking down the street, I am so I am somehow so supposed to be able to identify you as being part of the LGBTQ plus two. That would be absolutely impossible. Just about impossible. And if I'm walking down the street and I'm looking for an address in a street name and I'm new to the city and I walk up to the person, you know, I'm, I'm certainly not going to start the conversation off. It's like, excuse me, but can you tell me what gender pronoun you use to identify yourself before I ask the question that I that I approached you to. I'm simply going to say, excuse me, I wonder if you could help me. I'm looking for a street in this address. And I won't be asking what gender pronoun do you use that identifies you? But I'm just simply going to ask what your name is. We have names. We are given names. Our birth names. It's on our birth certificate. Not out of ignorance. Because how would that be? How would that be offensive? Is the person going to go, wait a minute? Oh, if I walked up and said, excuse me, sir. I mean, are you going to just stop me right there and say, excuse me? You did not ask me what gender pronoun I use that identifies myself. How well do you think that conversation would go? Imagine that for a moment. When I, you know, it, it's it, to me, you know, um, when I, when I, you know, so, so when I'm on a delivery and, you know, I made that delivery and, you know, the customer hands me back the paperwork. I say, thank you. Have a nice day. Or I say, thank you, sir. And I'm thanked back and I leave. Did I, did I do something wrong? Did I say something wrong? Gender pronouns were never taught. And they actually go back to like 17, 
I don't know, 1756, somewhere around there. And why would I know anything about gender pronouns anyways? Because I wouldn't. I never, I never grew up in the age of, of um, the World Wide Web as we know it today. There was no such thing. Growing up, I, I, I recognized boy and I recognized girl. Is that wrong? I don't think so. And, you know, this, this small grouping uh, of the LGP, uh, of the LGBTQ plus two, they don't speak on behalf of the entire LGBTQ. And if you know somebody... who is part of the LGBTQ plus two, ask them that. And I'm pretty sure that they're going to say, first of all, what are you talking about? Or they'll say, no, that, you know, it doesn't, speak on the half of me. And I'm, and I'm guessing there's quite a few that still go by him, her, she, he, miss, mister. So why does, why does, so why you know, I mean, this was on the news. This is a hot topic. Talk about it. Talk about it amongst your, your, your friends and in, in, in your family. Gender pronouns. Should someone lose their license to practice because they don't want to use the gender pronouns? They, they're, they're, they feel that they're being compelled by the government and the faculty that they work for? And you, you're, you're, you're expressing your, 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 your views and your opinions about it and you're just absolutely saying, no. If we go about this a whole different way, don't don't compel me to do it. 
don't have the government compel me to do it, to use gender pronouns. We'll sit down and we'll have this discussion. My freedom of thought, my freedom of expression, We all have it in a democracy. It's not as long as it's not being used in hate. Try telling that to the white supremacists. And how that conversation is going to turn out. This individual... And all individuals involved in, in, in this, you know, accommodating the government, accommodating, but putting this in criminal law, putting it in the criminal section is, ridic- is ridiculous. We already have the Ontario Human Rights Commission. We have the charter, the charter rights and freedoms when it comes to um, gender, uh, sex, and, sex and, and gender orientation and, and so on and so forth. It's already there. And nobody should be able to, to compel you to use gender pronouns. And I, and I watched and I watched this on the news too and um, and you know I, I thought to myself you know should I, should I bring this up? Should I bring this up in a topic? How am I going to approach this? Then I wasn't, then I wasn't going to. And I thought, why not? Isn't part of my show about society issues? You know, if we can't have a discussion, you know, about gender identity and gender expression and and, and whatever, 
then I would think there's something just simply wrong with society. Is that society would just, just be old-fashioned. You know, I, you know, it's, um, You know, I, I certainly, you know, I have, I, I, look, I, I'm a human being. You know, I have empathy. You know, I can, you know, see where, where, where they're coming from. Whether it's just a small group of the people of the LGBT uh, LGBTQ plus two uh, on, on their gender expression. And like I said, by me not using gender pronouns, you know, doesn't make me a bad person. where and when would I use them? I don't associate with the LGBTQ. I'm not a, I'm not a professor. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a teacher. Is it just, is it just for that, for those professions? In the way, you know, I, I, in the way that, I, that I'm reading the law? No, the law includes everybody. It includes everybody. doesn't exclude me because I'm not a, you know, a professional. I don't have doctor in, in front of my name. No, the law, the law includes everyone. So could you get into trouble for not using gender Pronouns? Well, that's... <laughs> it's kind of hard, hard, hard to, to, to you know, explain that one because if, if, if someone uh, of of that of the LGBTQ group group you know they just 
you know, they could say you were, you, you were using uh, slur um, reference. I just kept using him, her, or she. But, uh, but in the criminal part, uh, part, part of, uh, part of the law, no. Could you be sued for monetary penalties? I don't even think it even hits that threshold. An apology? Probably. But I'm not going to worry about it. I just thought I would bring it up. I'm not going to go out in, in, into the public and, 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 you know, start thinking, oh, no. This individual is walking towards me and I have to ask a question, what do I do? I'm not going to go out there and start asking everybody, I, 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 you know, I come in contact with. What gender pronoun do you use that identifies you? People might start to think I'm crazy. So you think about that, you know, I hope you, uh, I hope you enjoyed the show. It's time for me to go because it is, oh, 9.30, Show's going for an hour and a half. That's pretty good. So thank you, everyone, for joining me this evening. I will. I am going to be uh, back out here Thursday at 8 p.m. And I need like a day in between, you know, now to... Um, do some, you know, digging into what I want to talk about and, and research it a little bit and, 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 and stuff like that. So, um, that, uh, information will be put up sometime tomorrow. So if you are following me on, on, on the Truckers podcast, on, on Podbean and you've clicked the plus side beside it and, and you get notification. I think you get a notification when I'm going live or, or like come on live that the show is, if you're following it, the show is, is starting. Pretty sure that's, that's how that works. So, you know, today's title was, you know, say this instead of that. So you, you kind of, understand or you do understand you know what I was talking about so I will see you Thursday 
night at 9 p.m. And again, thank you everyone for joining me this evening. I'm your host, Doug from Ontario, Canada. Good night, everyone.